You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first. In time to get seven. Three-run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist, Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here once again at Mariners Pod on Twitter. And follow me as well at Gary Hill Jr. Nice bounce back win for the Mariners last night as the M's end up splitting the four game series against the Texas Rangers. So each team taking two apiece. And now the Mariners start a three game set against Tampa Bay as this 10 game homestand comes to a close. Very interesting three-game homestand, three-game series coming up during this homestand. We'll talk about that coming up in just a few minutes, but we're going to talk about that game from last night that the Mariners won. We'll also have a lot of pitching conversation coming your way, a couple of very interesting conversations. Uh, Mel Stottlemyre Jr. is always great, always great info. Shannon Dreher sat down with him. And Brian DeLunis, who's been a very interesting guy, as we've gotten a chance to know him a little bit. Rick Riz will sit down with the Mariners' bullpen coach. So that comes up in a few minutes as well. And the big story coming into the game last night, D. Gordon activated from the DL, and it was great to see him at the top of the lineup, and he wasted no time in impacting this ball game. Swung on, fly ball down the left field line, slicing on the run. Joey Gallo dives and he can't get to it. It's a fair ball into the corner. Watch D run, rounding second. He's heading for three. Up with the ball is Gallo. The throw in, cut off. D will check in at third base. Welcome back, D Gordon, with a leadoff triple. Yeah, it was a great day offensively all the way around for the Mariners. Nelson Cruz, who has been red hot the last few days, and that is good news for Mariners fans. First pitch to Nelly. He swings and smokes this. No doubt about it. This is off the out-of-town scoreboard right above the Mariners' bullpen out in left field. Nelson Cruz, number 10, was destroyed. It is 3-0 Mariners. And then Ryan Healy would add the finishing touches to a six-run ball game for the M's. The pitch to Healy. Swinging it sliced into right field, and it dunks in for a base hit. Segura waltzes home. He crosses standing. On the first pitch, Ryan Healy drives in the Mariners' sixth run of the night, and it's 6-1 to one Mariners. Six runs, 11 hits, a lot of multi-hit games, including Gene Segura, who had 15 multi-hit games in the month, and he missed a couple along the way, so... That's impressive. Uh, two hits for Nelson Cruz, drives in three. Heredia had a couple of knocks. Uh, Denard Span had two hits as well. Mike Zanino, a base hit. He scores a run. Everybody, just about everybody, getting into the act for the Mariners as the M's win 6-1. to one. Excellent pitching again. Wade LeBlanc, who was really under the weather, pitched through it, gave the Mariners five solid, one earned run. 
a solo home run. That was it on 84 pitches. And LeBlanc puts the finishing touches on when ends up being a tremendous month of May. A 1.72 ERA for the month of May. And in terms of starters in the American League, it's the fourth best ERA in the month. Justin Verlander, a 0.86. Mengden from Oakland, who's been outstanding, a 1.51. Paxton, 1.67. And LeBlanc, 1.72. Those are your top four in the American League. In fact, you look at Mariners starters and their history in the month of May, and LeBlanc just toasted, uh, posted the fifth best. And, of course, Paxton, the fourth best. So how about that for a one-two punch in the month of May? Not necessarily something you were expecting, but, man, it has been a fun ride. LeBlanc has been outstanding. And what a great month of May for the Mariners, one of the best months of May in club history. Mariners end up going 11 in the month of May. That's the third best record in Clump history for the month. That is awfully impressive. Trailing only 2001 when they were 20 and 7, and 2003 they were 19 and 8. So 18 and 11 this month. Mariners now 34 and 22, 12 games above 500, and a chance tomorrow with uh, the right combo to move into first place in the West. But just a great ball game, a nice win for the Mariners. And here's the reaction from the skipper, Scott Service, on the win. There's no easy wins in this league, uh, but our offense really did a nice job tonight. Uh, just consistent pressure. Really nice to have D. Gordon back, too. Uh, right from the get-go, he's been out 10 days. He triple out of the shoot and then you know, scores on a sack fly where many people wouldn't even attempt to go. And it just kind of gets the ball rolling energy-wise uh, in the dugout. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see Nelson Cruz back as well. Uh, I think we can finally say now he's, he's in a nice little groove, driving the ball, getting the ball in the air, getting good pitches to hit. Uh, and, you know, he can carry your offense, you know, for an extended period of time. So, uh, again, consistent pressure. Uh, almost every inning tonight we had something going or, or base runners and really good at-bats tonight, which is which which is great to see. And, you know, pitching-wise, uh, we, we took care of the walk issue today. Um, and I think we only issued a couple, which is great. Uh, you know, Wade LeBlanc, again, continues. He uh, pitched out of the one inning. We had second, third, nobody out and, and kept him off the board there, which was, which was really huge. He was not feeling great tonight. And uh, really, he was, he was done after five, just a little bout of sickness going on there. And he did not feel good at all. So um, happy we had a little cushion tonight, uh, you know, extend uh, Bradford out of the bullpen. and and give the back end guys uh, another day of rest, which is huge here coming up this weekend. Big a boost has LeBlanc been in the rotation? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's been huge. Uh, Wade's done an outstanding job, and uh, he continues to – he's better. And, and you say uh, they are what they are, not necessarily. And, and I think Wade Blanc is better this time with the Mariners than he was when we had him a couple years ago. Um, he's using all of his pitches. Uh, he got a good idea, you know, what's working, what's not, and really attacking and following the scouting apart really, really well. Yeah, it was very shallow. Nothing surprises me with D. Gordon uh, when it comes to speed. He wants to challenge it and show everybody he's the fa fastest man in the world, I think. So uh, uh, nothing surprises me. Uh, it was close. It was a really close play, but he was safe. Did you think he had that with the toe? It's D. Gordon. It's Flash Gordon. <laughs> no, it's uh, – you never know. Uh, it's going to be close. I was – 
I was when I first saw him go back to tag, I thought he was just going to bluff, and there's no bluff in his game. So uh, it was close. Um, I'm really happy he was in there and non-injured, and we play tomorrow. You looked uh, pretty eager on the first defensive play, even. Yeah, we got a little, little crazy stuff going on with those pop-ups. I think we can get back to playing it the right way. Because <laughs> one, one, one of them falls in, uh, they won't be uh, chuckling and laughing so much. I know I will not be. But uh, uh, playing good ball again. We had, you know, last couple nights you know, got away from us a little bit. Nice to get back in the, on the right side of things tonight. Yeah, he's a professional hitter. Uh, when I say that, he, he really has an idea when he goes to the play. You don't see him chasing a lot of pitches out of the zone. Uh, uses the whole field to hit. You know, he's not a power guy. He's just looking for a good pitch and usually gets a good part of the bat on it. So, uh, been a nice addition um, so far, and, and uh, just like the presence, really mature about him, and he's got a good feel about him. Like I said, he's been on winning clubs, uh, so it certainly helps bringing him in. That's something that can help this lineup. You don't have a lot of guys that'll get deeper into counts. And... Yeah, it's one of the reasons we acquired him. Uh, quite frankly, and uh, you know, I, he does have you know, uh, op- he has the ability to kind of move the lineup. And I said, you know, we're glad we got you. You move the lineup. He says, what does that mean? That's what he said to me. And I said, you take pitches, you work counts, you make the pitcher really earn it. You know what I mean? And you'll see his at bats most of the times are four, five, six pitch at bats, and then you know, it does a lot for your whole team. To now see a whole month of Wade and the starting rotation, what to you have you seen most from him that leads you to believe this is sustainable? What are you doing out there? There was a guy named Jamie Moore who pitched a long time. People didn't think that was sustainable either because he didn't blow you away with his fastball. It's a field of pitch, you know, the back and forth and reading the bat. You know, there'll be nights that'll be really good. There'll be nights that'll be a little rough. Uh, You know, it doesn't have the the Paxton-type stuff, obviously, but uh, his his, his know-how, his field of pitch, he's got moxie is what he's got. And I think that's kind of what Jamie Moore had. Yeah, you know, he came out of the box, uh, the at-bat before last, and, and he felt his, his quad kind of cramp up a little bit, whatever. He was fine, didn't have any problems running with it after. I said, take it easy. You know, we got to be, be smart here. So uh, he should be good, good to go here this weekend. And the Mariners look to continue the role this weekend, and this is going to be a very interesting series with the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay was actually playing some really good baseball they got off to a really slow start to begin the season. You go back, and we've talked a lot about how the Mariners have played since April 24th, and one of the other teams that you've consistently seen with one of the best records since that span as well was Tampa Bay. In fact, now they've pulled themselves above 500 at 28 and 27. Now the trade with the Mariners, a big blow. They lose their closer. They also lose span, so that certainly doesn't help they're six and four in their last 10 but they've played some good baseball especially as of late and of course their starting rotation getting a ton of attention the pitching matchups are really good we're going to see Romo start so they're going to start the reliever in the game tonight which has been fascinating to watch Romo of course a career reliever but he is Gotten four starts so far this season. He's also picked up a save, so he's done everything. He has struggled a 6-3-3 ERA. It's been hit and miss with how their experiment has gone so far. They've kind of split in terms of record. and It's going to happen once in this series because they have a couple of pretty established guys pitching in the other two games 
in this three-game set. But look for Romo to start the ball game tonight, which essentially ends up being a bullpen day. It won't be Yarborough coming out of the bullpen who they've used in this situation to come out of the pen after going with the reliever to start the game. They did it yesterday. Stanek got the start, went an inning and a third. Yarborough came in five and two-thirds out of the pen. So that's not someone we'll be seeing. By the way, Tampa lost to the A's yesterday. And then coming up after this ball game, the bullpen day, Tampa will send Chris Archer to the mound, 3-3 three and three this year, a 4-2-9 ERA against Marco Gonzalez, who's been outstanding, 5-3 and three with a 3-6-0, 7-10 on Friday, 7-10 on Saturday, and then the Sunday, 1-10 first pitch. Felix against local product Blake Snell, and if you haven't been paying attention to Snell this year, he has been really, really good, 7-3 and three with a 2-5-6 ERA. So this should be a very fun and entertaining series between two teams that are playing some good ball and Tampa Bay very interesting with how they're going about things. Mariners are going to see Tampa, too, coming up on this road trip in Tampa Bay, and it looks like we'll see some of the same pitching matchups. So Mariners a chance to really put an exclamation point on a great homestand. We'll see what they do starting tonight. Leak against, well, the Tampa Bay bullpen. So that will come up. First pitch at 7:10. So right now, let's have some pitching conversations. First, it was Rick Riz, a chance to sit down with Brian DeLunis. Chance to visit with Mariners bullpen coach Brian DeLunis. And Brian, what a ball game last night. Extra innings, 11 innings, walk-off home run by Mike Zanino. You win it by a score of 3-2. Your bullpen was amazing last night. Seven scoreless innings, gave up only about three hits, no walks, and about seven or eight strikeouts along the way. What, what makes this group of guys so special from Eddie Diaz throughout the rest of the group. I think the main thing is is is, is that they pitch for each other and they pitch. A, it's a sense of team, a sense of unity. Um, you know, I've always believed that that guys are going to perform at a much higher level if if you pitch for somebody else or pitch for something else. And uh, it's a pretty good group. It's a, it's a good unit. You've got good veteran leadership down there. You have this sense of of passing the torch off to another guy. Yeah. Uh, so that that. You know that uh, I think is the the biggest thing, and they they know they know that they hadn't given up a run. You know uh, before last night, I don't think that the bullpen had given up a run in about a week or a little over a week, seven days, eight days. So, um, you know they they get that and and they want to keep uh, keep it up. I know this number makes you very happy. Since May the tenth, Brian, your pen has a one point four seven ERA. That's the second lowest ERA in the American League since uh, May the tenth. You guys just getting a job getting the job done yeah yeah no it's been fun to watch and it's, it's been fun to be a part of it down there um, I think we had some 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 guys that maybe hit some hiccups and, and they've worked through it um, I, Mel has been awesome he's been working with guys the other day in Oakland uh, he took uh, Bradford out and uh, took Zipchinski out and uh, worked on some specific stuff with those guys so it's not uh, it's not a one-man show it's it's I think we're all kind of following Mel's lead and he's leading the way with you know let's let's get to work type of attitude how about Juan Nicasio? Here's a guy that had his, his struggles over the last couple of weeks in May, was outstanding in April, but last night he comes in absolutely brilliant, two scoreless innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, strikes out five of the six hitters that he faces. What was the difference in Nicasio last night? We saw 97 on the radar gun. Yeah, yeah, and, I, you, you know, again, you're talking about a guy who was the holds leader there for a while, pitched as good as anybody in the, in the game that first month of the year, and um, – 
I think he. I think there's a little sense of you know he felt like he had something to prove yeah. that he, that he wanted to wanted to you know maybe show some guys that hey I'm not done I'm yeah. I'm out here uh, you know to to. To, to get the job done and the other thing too is I mean that guy's got a lot of pride uh, he's he's not going to back down from anything and um, you know he's he's sought me out I saw some things in the delivery that I thought that that maybe we could work on if he was up for it and uh, uh, we just got out of the weight room now he, he's you know he seeks me out and hey uh, you know poppy let's go let's get it in a couple times a week you know so um, you know he's working hard at it he's got a lot of pride in what he does and and um, you know, he just he, he's going to be a vital part of the pen if we're going to win a lot. Visiting with Mariners bullpen coach Brian DeLunis. DeLunis Brian, uh, one constant has been changed with this ball club. Yeah. I mean, even in the bullpen, Alex Colomay coming over from the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Here's a guy that led the major leagues in saves last year with 47. How does he fit in right now with your bullpen? Well, I, I think he's going to fit in great. I, I actually uh, I know Jake Odorizzi fairly well from from Minnesota, and I asked him yesterday after we kind of found out. I said, "Tell me a little bit about Alex and, and what kind of guy he is." And and uh, and, and Jake raved about him. Said he's a great guy, um, you know, hard worker. You know, for us, uh, you know, probably Eddie's got that that last inning, um, you know, locked up. I think Alex will probably get a lot of eighth inning opportunities. Um, it gives us a chance to shorten the game a little bit. And then, you know, at the same time, Eddie's not going to be available probably for every single win. We get, we've had a lot of one-run games, a lot of yeah. two-win. So, you know, if you run into a situation where Eddie's down a day, or, or it affords us an opportunity to let Eddie be down a day, I don't think anybody questions the fact that it's Eddie's job. But it's an awfully big insurance policy right in front of him to, to get us to Eddie and, and to, to help us out just in case something gets sideways. Other great stories, too, down in your bullpen, Brian. Uh, Jason Bradford, who yeah. got his fourth win of the season yeah. in last night's ballgame. And Ryan Cook, here's a veteran right-hander who's been out of the game for two years, yeah. and he's throwing 96, 97 miles an hour. What's that like to see guys like that be so successful in your pen? Yeah, you know what? Cookie's awesome. And, and he just, I, I don't, you know, this is my first go-around. I, I don't know how to explain it, but he just brings that it factor to yeah. the pen. He not only is he a veteran guy, he's been there, he's done it, he's been an all-star. Um, he keeps guys loose, but he's very competitive and, and just a fiery guy down there. And, and it's just awesome to have. I, I even told the guys in our last meeting before we broke camp, uh, if there was any way to, to have Cookie down there with us, let's, let's get him down. And, and we realized physically he needed to... Uh, you know, physically, he needed to, to get some time down at Tacoma to, to get his body right and his arm right and get used to the, 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 you know, the grind of going every other day or whatever it is. But, man, he's, he's going to be a huge piece for us. And then, you know, again, Chasen is uh, a guy that, you know, he started to get sideways a little bit, started to get the arm a little bit lower. Um, you know, we all, as a team, we all kind of saw it and looked for different ways to help. And, and again, Mel got him down in the bullpen down in Oakland and, and, and really helped him and uh, got a little bit more sync to the ball, and he came in and yeah. pitched well for us last night. So, again, you know, Jason's a guy that, you know, you, you just feel like um, uh, you're comfortable with him. You know, I mean, you just feel like we can turn it over to this guy. He's going to take care of us, and that's kind of our overall attitude down there. I tell you what, your guys are doing a great job down in the bullpen this year. You're one of the best records in the American League. And uh, you're doing a heck of a job yourself as the bullpen coach. Brian, thanks a lot for being our guest here on Coach's Corner. Yeah, you bet. I really appreciate it. Thanks. And now Shannon with Mel Stottlemyre, Jr. Mel, as we come to the end of May, uh, it's been fun to look at some of the numbers when it comes to the pitching. And I think surprising, too. All of a sudden you look up and there are times when the pitching staff is at the top of the American League for the last month. Sometimes it's the relievers on top, sometimes it's the starters. You put it all together, and it's been a very good month. 
what have you seen from this group in general? And I know that you know, not walking batters has been something that's really, really played well for you guys. Yeah, you just took my answer from ah. me. Uh, you know, to be honest, I'm not one to like pay too close attention to the leaders uh, and, and all of that stuff. But, you know, what I do know is from where we were early in the season in regards to our starters to what they're doing now is, has been incredible. And it does start, you know, with our approach. Obviously, confidence weighs into all that. Uh, our leader, James Paxton, how he's kind of taken this staff and the time that we spend together out in the bullpen sessions with all the guys around and the conversations that we're having, kind of just encouraging the other guys to, to go with, you know, along with what he's doing. And, and they all do it different, but they've cut down on their walks. The, uh, when they get behind, I don't see the, the panic you know, in guys' eyes or their body to where they feel like they're they're in a bad spot and they're not capable of making pitches. And that's been big. You know, I know a lot of our off-speed use, usage has gone up and uh, Wade LeBlanc, you know, factoring in and what he's done after we lost to Rossmo. So uh, really, really, really bright spot. And our bullpen's been, been good for, for most of the year now with the, you know, the addition of Cook and Cologne and stuff. It makes it extra special. Eddie has been so good, so I, I hate to even nitpick at something, and I could be completely off on this. And he's so young in the game, and it seems to me the one thing maybe he struggles a little bit is if he doesn't have that fastball, he doesn't get it back within an outing. Is that fair? We don't see it very often. Is that a step forward he can take? Yeah, you know, the, uh, the analytical department <clears throat> upstairs has done a really good job in identifying what his weapon is, and we all know his slider is his weapon, but... I've talked a lot about his fastball and the ability to be able to command it so that he doesn't have to go to that weapon all the time. And, you know, in the world, like last night, here's the guy we ran, I believe it was maybe six out of eight or five out of seven nights. You know, he met his threshold and uh, didn't have command of his fastball. And usually when he commands his fastball, a slider plays off of that. And he didn't have neither one of his weapons last night. So you saw a high pitch count. He struggled with both his pitches. But... Uh, it, if you really break both of those pitches down, the, the fastball is equally as important to him to go along with that electric slider, you know, in, in the world of facing guys over and over again throughout the course of the season, which is, you know, we're going to see our guys in our division a lot, and they're going to get to know him well, so he's got to command his fastball too. Last question, I'm going to put you on the spot. We are a third of the way through the season. What has been your most pleasant surprise with somebody on the staff? Well, out of the, let's let's break it up into two categories. Out of the bullpen has been James Pozzles. He's been brilliant. You know, um, um, the proudest thing, the number that I stat that I'm happy for him and for the ball club is he's not walking anybody. And, yeah, he throws a lot of fastballs, and, yes, it's a really good fastball. Uh, not giving up many hits, he's not walking guys, and he's getting guys out, so... He's been a pleasant surprise. Definitely Marco Gonzalez. You know, we all knew that James Paxson is staying healthy. He's going to do what James Paxson does. But, you know, Marco has really stepped up to a, a really good middle of the rotation piece. And this is a guy that we talked about, you know, hoping to win eight games and keep you in games and get 160 innings. And now it just seems like as a staff and a team, we're looking more and more to Marco to go deep in games and, and to hold the opposition down. He's been wonderful. Good stuff, Mel. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Shannon. See you later!